That's the nature of your emergency. Welcome to Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and today's episode is Believing in Something Bigger Than Yourself. And for today's topic, we're going to dive into my neglect in a belief of anything of a higher power, how that all changed, and how that's led me to where I'm at today. My husband and I got to travel to Italy several years back, and we had the opportunity to see the statue of David. And of course, we've probably all seen a thousand pictures of this giant naked man. But nothing prepared me for the feeling that I felt when I finally experienced seeing it in person. So we're walking through the museum, and there comes this point where you're walking down a sort of hallway. And of course, you're crammed in between a million other people. And you take this corner and you turn, and as soon as you turn, you're met with this incredible piece of artwork. And for anybody who has never experienced seeing something that massive, it almost doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense how a man was able to configure a statue of this magnitude. It doesn't seem realistic, especially given the era that it was created in without any of the modern advances that we've come to use on a daily basis. But as soon as I turned the corner and I saw how massive the statue was, especially given the history behind it, I couldn't believe the way that it made me feel. And for the first time in my adult life, I felt that there was something that I was standing in front of that was much greater than myself, something that couldn't be explained, something that was incredibly marvelous. The way that this statue was created, Michelangelo says that he actually uncovered the man from this giant piece of marble. And you know that to be true when you really look at the details of this work, the way that the veins run inside of the marble are very anatomical to the way that a human nervous system is set up. It's just amazing to see. I would recommend just Googling a picture and to just take notice of that because it wasn't something I'd ever paid attention to until somebody brought it to my attention. But prior to that, I can't recall a time in my life where I ever felt that small. And when I ever felt like I was standing in something in front of something that was just more important, something grand, something... I couldn't explain and didn't understand, but I didn't have to. I just sat there and marveled at the beauty of this giant sculpture. And so about a year and a half to two years went by, and my mom passed away. And I've never had any sense of belief when it comes to religion. Admittedly, growing up, my mom would call me atheist because... I didn't believe in God in the same way that she did. And full transparency of that, it's not that I don't have a belief or that I didn't have a belief at the time. I think that anybody that I ever questioned with the desire to gain more knowledge about their topic of religion or religion as they saw it, depending on 
what religion it was that they believed in. They took that as me challenging the religion. And that was never my case because I didn't have anything to challenge. I wasn't set in not believing in anything. And I wasn't set in believing in, believing in one, one particular religion. And I think I became a little defiant when I started to see that happening so frequently. So I just stopped trying. I remember the last time that I even dabbled into the realm of religion was in undergrad when I took some religions of the world courses. But after that, it just wasn't important to me. I didn't feel like I was connecting with any of the responses or the scriptures or any of the things that anybody had to say to me as it pertained to their religion. And then, of course, why I should also believe that way. So I just closed the book on it. And fast forward, when my mom did pass away, I remember her being so convicted in her faith and in her belief. And she was my entire childhood. But when you know that you're dying, the dynamics of your belief system are completely intensified. And to pay witness to that and see it play out with her, it really gave me a sense of peace and comfort in knowing where she sat in her religious view. And the day that she passed away, I remember I started praying that very night. And I was praying to what I thought to be her God. She's Christian. So I was praying in the same way that I always saw her praying. And I did the same thing every single night for over a year. I didn't make mention of it to anybody. I held on to it as though it was mine and my mom's secret gift. But the reality of it was I was trying so hard to find a way to reconnect with her. Mostly, I thought if I could pray hard enough to the same God that she believed in, maybe I would be gifted with finding her in a dream that night. And I waited. And I was discouraged, but I didn't give up. And I kept praying. And I remember there was one day, months after my mom passed away, when one of my relatives sent me this long, drawn-out text message, the kind that you open up and you instantly know you're going to have to be dedicated to be able to read everything that's typed out to you in a text message, which probably should have been sent in an email. And she goes through this long story about a dream that she had the night before involving my mom. And she's explicit with the details, and I can... I can just vision exactly where my mom was and how the vision was playing out in this dream as I'm reading this text. And instead of me being grateful at the moment that somebody shared their reality about the dream with me, I remember thinking, it can't be true. There's no way my mom visit, visited you in a dream and she wouldn't have visited me first. I'm the one who's been praying every single night, trying to find my mom in a dream. Why would she come and visit you instead of me? And so I had this animosity, and I started to feel a little upset, almost like somebody would make something like that up. And of course, in, in retrospect, I don't think that was the case. That was just me dealing with my, my own emotions. 
And I started to just stop. I gave up trying to pray because I, I wasn't feeling very convicted in the way that I was doing it. I was just doing it for the purpose of finding my mom, to reconnect with her again. And it just wasn't happening for me. So I stopped completely. And for two years, I didn't do anything. I would not pray at night. I would just do my normal routine. I would think of my mom daily, but I wasn't doing anything to really immerse my thoughts in the mind-body connection and believing in any sort of higher power as it pertained to trying to find my mom again. And it wasn't until last year that I started to meditate. And it dawned on me that the reason that other religions weren't working for me was because they weren't mine. And what I mean by that is, for me personally, in order for me to believe in a higher power, it's very hard for the analytical mind that is me to understand that one person in one religion and the dynamics of it could be completely true. But for another person who believes so convictedly that theirs is true, how could the two contradict one another? And then I decided that ultimately we all believe, well, for those that do believe in a higher power, in something greater than ourselves. And when I started to meditate, I allowed myself the permission to just receive whatever came. I'd never meditated before. I mean, I've been doing it daily ever since, but I'm by no no means an expert. But what I want to share as it pertains to this episode is that I remember about three months into me meditating, I went and I sat in our bedroom and I closed the door and I sat on the floor And I was doing a guided meditation. It was just a random one that I looked up on YouTube. I had my headset in and I was just doing my thing, the regular daily thing I'd been doing for months prior. And as I sat there, it probably was not a minute into my meditation. I had the greatest feeling of power and warmth and love just come over me. And I started to have these visions and call it a daydream, call it tapping into something, something greater from me being in a state of meditation. But I could see my mom sitting cross-legged directly in front of me, almost like she was mirroring my own meditation. And I just remember just being with what was happening. I didn't let myself think about it. I just let myself be in the moment. And that lasted for several minutes throughout the meditation. And I just remember telling myself it finally happened. I I know that I felt my mom's presence during that meditation. And it wasn't until I really stopped the meditation and started to analytically think about it, and I went back up into my head about it. And I understood that it was because I was coming into the acceptance that by me deciding to believe in something that was much bigger than myself, with full conviction and complete purity, 
It allowed me to be open to receiving gifts like this one. And ever since, it's not the first time that that's happened. And in addition to that, it's also not the the last time that I've been able to expand on my own personal belief system. And I just wonder in your own life, where have you been standing in front of something that's greater than yourself? Have you ever stood in front of that statue of David and just marveled at how small you felt? Or have you ever been like me, sitting in the midst of a meditation, realizing that I'm just a very small piece of what makes up this entire universe, and by me accepting the universe as my personal higher power, I'm able to better connect with it, and by being better able to connect with it, I can then pick up and receive the gifts that are all around me because I'm so open to being able to do that. Maybe you're sitting there and you're thinking, I sound crazy. And not too long ago, I probably would have felt the same way. But I challenge you, if you're one of those people, to just think about what you're doing in your own life that's setting you at a lower level than something greater than yourself. What are you doing to spiritually connect with your higher power, no matter what that may be? Do you have a daily practice in place? And have you been able to receive the special gifts that come from you by having full faith and conviction in something that's greater than yourself? And I really think that when we're able to know and understand and accept the fact that no matter how strong we are, how many reps we put in at the gym, no matter what we're able to have come out of our mouths, When we're able to just stop for a moment and get out of our ego, let the mind just flow away for a moment and just be, you're able to fully understand that you're meant to do something much greater. You're meant to be guided by the higher power that you believe in. And when we're able to be open to that and we can listen to that gut feeling we listen to that instinct that I, I had this driving force. Something is telling me that I should go left, but I decided to go right. Well, what would happen if you went left and you trusted and you listened to your intuition and to that inner voice? Listen to God's voice. Listen to the higher power. And when you're able to do that, you're really able to enjoy your tactical living. <laughs>